Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. I am so glad that you joined us today. This is going to be a very interesting topic, and I am so glad today to have Kelly Schrader, who's a program evaluation specialist for the CareQuest Institute on. Kelly, how are you today? Good. Thanks for inviting me to be here. I am so glad you're on. I know you're a dental hygienist as well, but I want our audience to know a little bit more about you before we dive into the topic. Yeah, so my role at CareQuest Institute for Oral Health is Program Evaluation Specialist. So um, I look at some of the programs that we're currently working on with implementing oral health care into um, medical settings or helping um, dental practices be more um, efficient, um, improve patient care. So I look to see, um, do our programs actually work? Are they effective? Well, and one thing that I know from working with Dr. Bicuspid, Dell Economics, Dell Proctor Report through the years is the CareQuest Institute has always been kind of out there pushing forward a, a good agenda to let people know what's really happening in dentistry that maybe a lot of people don't see from the 30,000 foot view. Yeah, you know, and really, if you have access to oral health, it's really easy to assume that everybody has what you have and that and that's not the case. And so that's what we are working on is having equitable care for everybody. Well, and that leads into today's topic, I know, because we're going to talk about those do-it-yourself dental remedies at home, the things that are blowing up on TikTok. You know, I know so many dental assistants that I talk to, they're part of this TikTok generation. They're part of knowing, you know, looking on Instagram and TikTok for tips and advice and everything else. And I'm curious, what are you all seeing that are maybe some of the most prevalent trends that our assistants need to know about when a patient may walk into the practice. Yeah, so um, I probably should mention that I had been a, dental, a clinical dental hygienist for 14 years. And um, in the practice, I worked in private practice and I just wanna emphasize how important the dental assistants were to our practice. And um, they kept things running. They kept the dentists um, running. They would have three operatories going at a time and tell the dentist when it was time to come sit down, what to do, hand them the instruments. <laughs> so um, they play an extremely important role um, in access to care. Um, and partly too, because of some of the things you were saying in your podcast about your visit to the emergency room <laughs> is that personalized care, um, the dental assistants and the dental hygienists really make the patient feel comfortable and um, willing to open up and tell the truth say what right. they're really doing at home and why they really have the problem <laughs> that they're having, <laughs> um, which plays into that home home remedy piece of doing that, do it at, uh, do it at home um, dental care. Yeah. So what we were seeing, um, so there's, I mean, it's not hard to find um, different things that people are doing, uh, whether it's on TikTok or Facebook or, you know, whatever social media you're on, um, whether it's home whitening treatments or taking off your own orthodontics, um, moving your own teeth by using rubber bands or whatever crazy stuff, um, don't do that. Um, you know, doing other manipulations to to teeth that that's permanent that yeah. has permanent damage. Um, so what we wanted to do is look at um, we collect data. Um, Three years in a row now, we've done national surveys where we ask all kinds of questions um, nationwide about oral health practices and experiences. 
So what we did is looked at our data from 2022 to find out what kind of home remedies are people using based on the questions that that we asked. Um, so that's really how this um, that's how we're responding to the access to care. <laughs> You know, and, and I've got to be honest, whenever I, I read about the removing your own orthodontia and moving your own teeth, it, it's just a, such a scary thought for me. But we know during the pandemic, and correct me if I'm wrong, it really started to pick up whenever people couldn't go into the dental practice and tried to figure out their own remedies. Yeah. And I think part of that is the sensationalism too, right? Like what kind of, what can I get the biggest reaction from? What am I going to get the most likes and that? Um, but what people need to realize is that our, our teeth, have their own, uh, they're their own living, breathing entity. Each each one has their own um, nerve source. It has their own blood source, and it is connected to your entire body. So, um, once you cause permanent damage to a tooth, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's you know you really are at risk for having an infection that affects your entire body. So if I'm a dental assistant working in a practice and let's say we, we do work with patients who do whitening or braces or whatever the trends might be right now on social media, should I be proactive and say, you know, there's a trend out there right now and I, I don't want you falling into that trap or what would you suggest is the best thing for us? Yeah, we definitely, um, oral health professionals across the board, by knowing what people are talking about um, and when we have a patient that you know, uh, for a while it was the um, charcoal toothpaste were, were, were a big thing. And when people start talking about that, that we really need to pay attention and recognize um, that maybe more people are doing it and not telling us about it and that we're, that we're asking questions. So the problem with using the abrasive um, type products to help whiten teeth is that that re removes enamel from your teeth. Yeah. And, you know, it might look whiter initially, but um, over time, you're doing permanent damage to your teeth and you're at risk for sensitivity, too, that you might not be able to alleviate over time. Um, so and I think, too, with the dental assistants, um, you know, to make sure that they have enough time to go over medical history and ask questions about um, home care practices and um, medications that they're taking and. Um, even cluing into things like um, lifestyle changes that maybe someone lost a job or maybe they're in a new relationship and now want this um, big, bright smile or the dentist, um, you know, gives a treatment plan um, that just isn't, uh, you know, affordable or um, attainable at the, at the moment um, that, you know, the, den the dental hygienist or assistant really pulls in and keys into things. Um, the body language of the patient um, and things that the dentist is saying that they might have to help yeah. uh, explain in more detail later of what to do and what not to do. Well, and, and you mentioned the communication side of things and how that so often the dental assistants, uh, I joke about, you know, Wonder Woman's lasso of truth where people actually say what they're thinking and not hide it back. It feels like dental assistants have that whenever they walk into the room so often. They, they won't say it to the dentist or even the hygienist, but they might talk to the assistant about it. Yeah, so and the, you have more time where you're just, you might have time where you're waiting for the dentist to come in. And so you're having random 
conversation and talk, you learn a lot about lifestyle, what people are, are doing, um, what they're eating, what they're, you know, you're on the run. I, you have three kids they are all in a different sport. You're getting takeout, you know, most of the time, just because you don't have time to cook things like that. It, it all, um, gives us information about a person's oral health. And I think it's important to pick up on those as well as to be able to have those opportunities to talk after the it's over with as well, because you mentioned cost a few minutes ago, and we, we know that's why so many of these DIY treatments are being done is because they don't think they can afford the real dental care. So, so in, and some dental assistants are a little nervous about that money conversation, but I still think it's something that needs to happen before the patient walks out. Am I right? Definitely. And it's, you know, it might cost, what is cost, right? It's not right. It's not just the financial cost. It's what does your oral health look like down the road? And if you don't take care of a problem, if you have a toothache that's bothering you and you ignore it or you um, try to do an at-home remedy, um, so maybe it's, you know, maybe it's ibuprofen to get you through the weekend and then it kind of goes away. Well, you still want to see your dentist to figure out what what's the underlying cause of it because you don't want it to flare up another time when you're when you're not expecting it but really that is where a dental assistant can help have those conversations and you know just show empathy and understanding like I know I know it's not fun to pay for this right now or to take the time sometimes it's taking time out of um, busy work schedules or trying to get off of work or like I said, working around your kids' schedules. I know it's not ideal, uh, you know, to sacrifice this, the time and money right now, but it's going to save you a month from now, a year from now, because you know it's going to happen on the 4th of July or when you're in Mexico. Or, <laughs> you know that it's going to be really angry when it's inconvenient. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And, and I think that that's where the communication between the back and the front is so important. And if you have a care credit or something like that, to, to be able to talk about those options as well. I think that that's a key piece of the puzzle too. Yeah, definitely. Um, so too is, you know, understanding what people might be doing at home, um, especially if they keep coming in for say an abscess and they just don't want to go in for that root canal. And so the dental assistant is most likely to keep seeing that patient. Oh, this is you know, this really hurts. Yeah, we talked about it. You should have root canal or you should have whatever. Yeah. Done with it. And they don't want to. But, you know, what are they doing in the meantime to alleviating that, that pain? So from our survey, we found that, you know, some people um, might take, you know, like I said, over-the-counter medications, but they also might be taking uh, a narcotic that's left over from, from something else. And that's yep. risky. Or um, using alcohol to alleviate that pain. Um, hydrogen peroxide can be okay for like short term, uh, but to keep using it can really do damage to the rest of the rest of the tissue. Um, but some people go as far as using a, a needle to, to lance, you know, lance that abscess. And so that that's really risky, especially if you have underlying other underlying health conditions. Um, yeah, you're, in, you know, definitely introducing it, um, more risk for infection with that. Well, I want to make sure our, our listeners know how to get to this report, and I'm going to let you do that in just a minute. But there was one thing that stood out to me on the report 
It was about the the number of smokers and how it was so much higher that they were willing to try some DIY stuff at home. And I know smoking is obviously a red flag anytime that somebody comes into the practice, but should there be more conversations about the DIY thing if you know your patient is a smoker? And then again, that proactive that we talked about earlier. Yeah, isn't that interesting that uh, I think it was almost double um, somebody who smokes daily was twice as likely to um, use a, a home remedy for uh, for a tooth problem compared to somebody that doesn't smoke at, smoke at all. Um, you know, there's definitely are other factors with that. And I know for, um, you know, for dental hygienists that is considered part of our role is to talk about tobacco cessation. Um, and I, I would, I would love it if dental assistants are also, were also encouraged. Um, they, you know, they're so, they have so many other things that they're checking off their list. Uh, you know, but in, in the ideal situation, a patient's going to be able to see everybody at some point. Well, you know, at least have the, have those prevention conversations. Um, but some patients are only, um, they don't make it to the, to the dental hygiene chair and there's, they're, um, they're mostly keep coming back for, for restorative type care, right? So that would be great for, for dental assistants to know the impact that they can make by just saying, just saying something so simple like, um, you know, I see that you smoke. Do you have any interest in quitting? And patients yeah. say no. Nope, no interest at this time. Okay. And then next time you ask the question again and ask it again. Um, and there's no pressure there. It's just, it's just yeah. conversation. And if at some point they say yes, then you can refer them to a quit line um, or bring in the, the dentist for further conversation or, or, you know, depending on your experience with that. But it can make a huge difference by just um, just recognizing it that I see that I see that you smoke, you know, you're at greater risk, right? You know, just yeah. real candid, you know, you're at greater risk for oral health problems and, and health problems too. The patient will say, yeah, I know. Okay. But it's amazing what it does. Yeah. yeah. It tends to see it. Um, definitely. And, you know, I, there definitely needs to be more studies on that. You know, if you're, if you're using, um, tobacco, is it for, you know, there's a lot of different reasons for it. And sometimes it is for, you know, anxiety reasons, um, stress and anxiety. And that's also a reason why somebody might not go to the dentist is for, um, anxiety with going in and having dental care. Hence, using the do-it-yourself, <laughs> trying to avoid going at all costs. I'm just going to take care of this myself. I'd rather do that than go into a dental office. Yeah, and well, we know fear is, is obviously a factor. Money's obviously a factor. But, you know, there were things in this report that I found really interesting. Race was a factor sometimes, external things. We mentioned smoking. There's a lot of great data in this survey. So I want to make sure, do you mind telling our listeners, where they can find it, kind of have this in their arsenal when that patient comes in. Yeah, so we have a lot of great resources at carequest.org. It's C-A-R-E-Q-U-E-S-T.org. Um, there's all kinds of resources for um, patient care as well as um, learning modules that we have too from for free CE and we have webinars, um, all kinds of stuff that can help you with your practice depending on um, what your patient base is. And, and it's, I, I'm such a big believer that we need to use the resources that are out there to be better health providers and educators, no matter your role in the practice. I think that's a very important thing. Yeah. And I would just like to add, um, 
you know, again, just to reiterate the importance of that um, relationship with patients. So even if somebody is out of town and has a problem, uh, you know, tooth pain, you know, to be able to even to call your dentist or, you know, call your provider and just let them help you navigate what you're going to do temporarily <laughs> until you can actually get in for an appointment. It's a great thought. Lot, lots of good things today. Kelly, thank you so much for being on. And, and absolutely, uh, I'm going to be uh, watching for those TikTok trends and, and what we need to be talking about in the practice. Yeah, just don't do them. That's Well, Kelly, thanks again. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. And thanks to all of you who listen to this episode of the podcast. We always appreciate you. We appreciate guests like Kelly coming on to share their expertise with us. Hey, if you like what you heard today, make sure others know about this podcast. Make sure that you're reviewing us, Google, CastBox, Stitch, or wherever you get your podcasts. We want to spread the word about what we're doing here for dental assistants at the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. Until next time, stay safe and thank you for all you do.